Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age is a podcast intended for mature audiences. It contains scenes of horror, sexuality, and violence that may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Dork Tales presents Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age. Book One, The Devil and the Doves. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age, here on Dork Tales. This is Chapter 6. Uh, I'm your storyteller, Kelly. I use he and him pronouns, and I'm excited to be here tonight because we haven't ran in two weeks, and whew, it feels good to be back. So, uh, folks, this is Mage the Victorian Age, uh, which is, surprisingly, set in the Victorian Age. Uh, presently, we're in London, where a group of mages have been brought into a number of conflicts, including a serial killer investigation that last episode led to the destruction of the Crystal Palace. Now, before we begin, I just want to say that this is a game designed for mature audiences and that there uh, may be a number of things that come up during play. Now, all of us understand each other's role-playing styles and have had discussions on what we are and are not willing to role-play with. And... Um, and we know each other really well, and we trust each other. However, uh, because this is an impromptu game, um, or an improvised uh, gaming experience, there may be things that come up that I can't warn you about. In general, this game includes things like uh, violence, um, uh, sexual discrimination, uh, sexism, things like that. It's the Victorian era. Um, so if you are looking for like a nice rated R murder mystery with magic, uh, pretty much everything under that blanket, and I will give specific warnings if I know something is coming. But if there's something that comes up that is um, is going to be triggering or uncomfortable for you, please take some time away, take care of yourself. Uh, we would rather you be okay. But with that in mind, uh, I think that, I think that was everything else. And yes, Darcy started the fire. Uh, also, thank you all for all the subs. Holy crap! I've been finishing the fiction real quick. And how many subs did we just get? Soul Omen gave us five. Thank you, Soul. You're a hero. Uh, and then, who else gave us? Triselta. Triselta. Right. Thank, thank you so much. Uh, so, folks, we're going to be starting in just a sec. I'm going to have all the players introduce themselves. Uh, a couple of quick announcements uh, going forward. So, we are um, uh, we are coming up to, this is episode six. Uh, there are eight episodes in this chunk. Whether or not that is the book or the midway point in this book uh, will depend on character actions. Uh, but then we are going on a three-week hiatus. So just so that you know in advance, we got three games, and then we're gone for three games because of extra life and some other and some life stuff. Uh, so you know, enjoy while you can. Uh, if you are interested as well, please let me know, and I will do my best to get a copy of this up on our podcast so that you can listen to Mage the Ascension over on the podcast. Uh, and speaking of which, we have a bunch of games here as well that if you like World of Darkness stuff, take a look at our other content. You never know what you're going to find, because uh, I run way too many games. I think that was all the announcements I had, really, aside from, like, it's Canadian Thanksgiving this weekend, so we're all very not wanting to go out in public. True facts. Right. Uh, so do not go shopping on Canadian Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah, just don't. don't do it. Don't do it. I made that mistake. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Don't do it. Okay. So uh, without further ado, I'm just going to pass it. We're going to do a big circle, starting with Christine. Ah! Hello, I'm Christine. Um, I use she, her pronouns. And tonight I am playing Evelyn Taylor, our Electrodyne engineer. All right. Let's pass it over to Amy. Hello, I am Amy. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns, and I am playing Chastity Goodwin, our 
Cult of Ecstasy slash uh, Celestial Chorister. Nice. All right. Down to Jen. Hi, I'm Jen, and I'm playing Josephine, the Order of Hermes. Because uh, no hubris. No hubris. No hubris at all. <laughs> no. Pot of hubris. Uh, and then finally, the new one. Hello, Robin is Darcy. I mean, Robin's not new, but Darcy's new. I mean, Robin's new at Mage. So, like, true. we're both okay. new. You know what? I'll we're take it back. Learning. You're new. I'm new. Um, hello, everyone. I'm Robin. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns. And tonight, I am placing. Placing? Replacing. I, place am, your, place I, am, I am on a good start, guys. Get it good all out start. during the intros. It's That's fine. Right. Blah, 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 blah. I, I am playing Darcy Harkness, our member of the Verbine. Yeah. Nice. All right, folks. So if you missed last episode, go back and watch it because it was actually quite a hoot. And like, I think everybody was super badass and crazy. We're uh, all terrifying. You're all terrifying. All it's really like against normal people without paradox. It's like, oh, balls. I have concerns. <laughs> we all have concerns. Yeah, Let's yeah, see. Yeah. You melted a mind. You took on a bunch well, of assassins with an umbrella. You wrestled a fire demon with the power of your soul. I wrestled. I wrestled my own paradox. <laughs> Let's be. That's clear more here. impressive in mage. You have to understand that. Um, and then. Ooh, and then, yeah, so hello, United Adventure Company, our friends. Hey. Good to see you over there. Everybody, go give them a follow because um, I'm still on the part of the program where I can say that because I, I love being able to say that because during the actual game, I, I don't break character, usually, unless it's like an emergency. Um, or it's BAM. Sometimes I'll break for BAM. But um, um, Oh, one of the things I was saying, I, I think, in the Discord, at least to, uh, to Amy, was, yeah, like, Chastity and Evelyn have concerns from external forces. Uh, Darcy and Josephine are just trying to implode. Yeah, <laughs> this is yeah, really true. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're yeah. uh, causing our own issues. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Hey, Jackal. Uh, and uh, yeah. real, real quick, I, I invite you all to quickly, everyone here, to go take a look at the Tea Public store. I added three new designs. Because they're ridiculous. That's tpublic.com slash user slash dorktales. Please go look at them. They're stupid. And I just need to see. Oh, there's Amy. I need Amy's. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, no, I've already seen them. I know, but I just love them. Darcy and Josephine are going to just bring the hellish levels of paradox down on us. Whereas, like, Evelyn is bringing the NWO no doubt on us. (laughs) Or what? Their precursor. Yeah, it's fine. We don't know anything. It's, nah, it's just the skeleton it's keys. That's fine. All right. Oh shit! <laughs> I read about those oh. guys. <laughs> oh, that was a crick crack. All right, you ready for some mage? Yeah, let's do All it. All right. Aye. And if you're, if you're watching on YouTube or listening on podcast later, sorry for shilling the tea public store. I just created two more shirts today. Well, th- two and a half, and they're ridiculous. And I'm very excited about them because they're dumb. They're really dumb. Dumber, almost as dumb as that one. F- that's just my head. Almost. I have to buy that. So that they reference stuff that happened in Wild Beyond the Witchlight. K Cub. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. Custard damage. All right. <clears throat> so we're going to begin play in just a moment. But before we do, let's take a snapshot from somewhere else in the world of darkness. <clears throat> Chapter six. It took almost a full day in the tank for Major and Minor to heal, while Medial, who took more of the brunt of the assault, would require additional treatments. The scarring would be significant, 
a thought which made Minor quite happy at the expense of the normal brother. Still, twenty hours is a long, strong lead for a fox, no matter how ferocious the dog. All the more fortunate, then, that the trail was somehow still fresh. They had but one mission tonight as they walked along the fog-clutched streets of London, reconnaissance on the enemy while their other half recovered. Witches. London was lousy with them. If you could believe the upper ranks within the Order, which happened to be the triplets had been genetically programmed to do. And where do you find lice? The slums, of course. And so Major and Minor made their way to the underbelly of civilization. Their waxy pale complexions shined in the dimness and contrasted the soot-darkened faces of the rabble who made a room for them and their strange air and suits and devices. People muttered in the distance. People whispered around them. They looked like men consumed, consumptive. But the men cared not. They were there on a higher purpose. Major wandered the street, using a scientifically granted ability to smell the scent of improper recalibrations to the fundament, until he led his brother to a central water pump between a dozen no, two dozen row houses. Dead, Major grunted. His eyes shivered and became the dull shade of boiled eggs. A moment before, they had shined like polished pearls. Gone? Miner asked. Major sniffed twice, fiercely. <laughs> Cloaked. Mm, then perhaps we shall resort to a capital approach, Miner said. He glanced around the square and found an urchin shoveling shit near the gutter. Child, Miner intoned. A pence, should you tell me the location inside of which of these hovels resides a pair of... Uh, crones. The child looked up from his task. What? Red-haired witches. The boy saw the coin dangling in the pale man's hand and pointed a shaking finger at the fifth doorway on the left. The ones who live there's got red hair, but there's not witches, though. Mama says they're, not, they're wise women, midwives. Minor gestured to his brother and tossed the penny into a puddle at the boy's feet. For queen and country. The door gave little resistant, resistance to Major's propelled bulk. The room within was tight and low enough that the hulking figure had to stoop into a deep dowager's hump. He flared his hairless nostrils again and looked around the space. We've got some. I agree, said Miner. And it took but a few minutes to search the house. With Miner tossing the meager bedrooms and returning with a wealth of clues, various papers, letters, and notes flooded from his pale grasp. My dear associate, I believe we have enough to progress. Major held up a rabbit, coated with congealed blood. Rabbit. Skinned. Yes, brother. A perfect metaphor for what's about to come. So, shall we continue the hunt? Elsewhere in the city, 
the world burned. As the mages, who became known as the doves shortly after, escaped onto Dinesh's carriage and rode off into the night. A baby squalled on their lap. Who was holding the baby at this point? I believe Darcy took the baby. Inside of the carriage, you find that there is a sleeping child still unconscious from the use of magic. It's the four of you, the child, and Lord Macduff. Dinesh drives the carriage pushing through the throng and the sound of the oncoming um, brigades attempting to save the Crystal Palace. The baby squalls on your lap, filling the carriage with a primordial sense of terror and anguish. What do you do? Uh, I think Darcy's going to start singing a lullaby in in Old Irish too. To it, she's going to just start murmuring and like trying to bounce it on her lap and and try and calm it down. And uh, just to confirm, I believe yes, Amy, did you just send that? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay, so I believe, and then also, um, Cat the urchin, I think, is also upriding uh, with Dinesh. Dinesh. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Um, do you know which uh, which lullaby that's going to be? Nope, nope, nope. I should have fucking learned. Yeah. Search that up. Um, yeah, see if you can look one up in a sec. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, what I want you to do is I want you to make me a charisma plus performance roll to try to calm the child down. I'm going to give you a difficulty eight on this because it's a baby that was almost sacrificed. Yes, finally, I have something. Um, I have, can I use charming on my charisma? For for a squalling baby? Yeah, okay. Yeah. This, this okay. time. You have to, you roll a coin every time. Or you you flip a coin every time for babies. Oh, do you? Pro- I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've held like one um, baby in my life, so I, fuck if I know. So it was charisma and... Performance. Performance. Do, 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 fine performance on the chat is confirming that yes for babies you flip a coin to see if it works <laughs> um I, there's no performance is it expression or oh it is expression now pardon me pardon expression? me I'm, I'm thinking of uh of m20 like pre m20 all good i just want to make sure because i'm like i don't see performance <laughs> all right eight difficulty eight that's a botch. That's a botch for me, bitches. Starting the night off right. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, so you are going to um, uh, you are going to try to sing a lullaby, but you can't quite remember the words. The squalling child is going to cut through, um, to cut through and completely just just shatter whatever sense of of focus you had at this moment. You're a little frazzled. It's been a hell of a night for you. Uh, Chastity, were you doing something? Um, if the lullaby seems to fail, Chastity will offer to try doing a mind effect to put the baby to sleep a bit. Maybe. Please. Doesn't have much in the way of a mind, so. That sounds yet. good. I t- take it, please. I, it's apparently, I, I, 
I, it's, I guess this must be different than animals. I'm, I'm used to trying to calm animals down. I mean, I've never tried this before either, so... Just... Just it's hard to think with... Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, uh, it's a bit loud. Yeah. Um, so that would be a... Shul. Rolled my... Right. So you roll your arete. Uh, give me a difficulty okay. four, we'll say. Okay, sure. <coughs> what the? Did you botch? No, 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 no. Um, 10, 10, and 8. Okay. Uh, the baby is going to just go completely slack and starts, like, bubble snoring. She's got her head just, like, she puts her hand on its head and just kind of, like, was like, there, there. Well, that worked better than I expected. Hmm. Oh, that went fast. Uh, you have a motherly touch, Lord Macduff says. Excuse me? You put the baby to sleep with but a touch. It wasn't meant to be derogatory. Would you not call that a mother's touch? Is not that what a mother's touch is for? She's just not going to reply. She's going to sort of like stare vacantly out the window, actually. Hmm. Well. Not much of a singer. Are you, Miss, uh, Miss Darcy? I, I mean, I've been told. Uh, I prefer to play, play the, uh, the fiddle, to be honest, that's, that's kind of my instrument of choice, but uh, <laughs> I've been told I had a good voice, but uh, just, it, it's been a stressful night, I guess. I suppose so. Probably, well, I imagine smoke and smoke. Evolution would do that. Yeah. It, yeah. Hmm. Good work. A lot of you. we do now what we saw it seems he'll just keep coming it's one huge game we've saved the baby for now I would imagine that this pawn is off the table then the child's no longer interesting if it's not bait and because it's not in his if it's not in his sights it's probably irrelevant. So long as the child can get in a nice home, it should be fine. But I don't suppose you know somebody who would take in a, a child. Above you, the slot to speak to the driver is wide open. And you hear Dinesh's voice. I might have something that I can help with that. There's a chance that my sister could take it in. She and her husband have been trying for a while, but haven't had much luck. I'll speak with her. If you can keep it for the night, then you could bring it by sometime in the next day or two by my restaurant. If that would be acceptable. At the very least, I can treat you to more food. 
more food's always great. Um, uh, yeah, and... that was quite that was quite tasty. <laughs> I've never had that kind of food before, so. Uh, uh, it's even better fresh. A different. Oh, it's delicious, and I would certainly not turn down. Do you have to? Did you bring that? Is that like personal? Can you get that? Uh, imported in. Some of the some of the ingredients are, but uh, overall, it's pretty easy to make. Old family recipes. Aren't those mm. the best, though? <laughs> well, I'm hoping that the English feel that way. They seem to be liking the curries, though. Who knows? It might be a national food before long. <laughs> well, I suppose it would only make it better if if it spread. It's so delicious, it would be lovely to be able to have it on a regular basis. I suppose, is there... Do you think we'll be able to meet up with your your mentor, Darcy, and Dr. Freeman anytime soon, I suppose? I haven't had a chance to actually speak with him yet. I think it'd probably be best if you headed back to your house. For now... Dinesh, drop me off near Caloring Cross. Now drop me off at Piccadilly. I'll make my way from there. You can take him home after that. Understood, he says. It should take us about an hour to make it to mine. I'm staying at a hotel near there. While I'm in town on this business, I wanted to say to you, You're the four of you, right? And I was wrong. I didn't think that we'd be able to save the babe. And yet, there it breathes. What is it? Is it a boy or a girl, anyway? Who's Evelyn holding? caught it when it was naked, so what I'm assuming it? she may have noticed. What is it? Uh, let's say a little girl. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. She has you to thank for this. You're very courageous in there. What did you see? when you faced him. What was it like? It seemed like... It wasn't even him, it was a controlled... pawn? I suppose would be the right word. What do you mean? Pawn. It wasn't they, him. No. It was like whoever this was was puppeting. And there was a shadowy smoky before they and they, it was like he said something 
after but it, it was it was not him I don't know how to describe it like a demon possessing the body we could like, be a good way to explain it. Yeah. Josephine. You know you're read about demons, don't you? You did your studying. Yeah, it's kind of... Um, Requi required reading. Essential, yeah. What do you know? I've researched my share as well, but I'm sure that our libraries differ. Quite possibly. Um, oh, it's been a long night. Uh, let me try and recall. Can I roll for that? Because I don't have anything. Yeah, you can make head. me a uh, <laughs> an int and a cult roll to see what you know. Cool. Difficulty six. Or. Uh, for this, um, I'm gonna say difficulty eight because it's obscure demon knowledge. Fair. Um, would it be better under like an esoterica or? Uh, this one's gonna be straight up occult, I think. Sure. Yeah. Uh, because it is like hardcore occultism. That's fair, and that's why I have fewer dots in it. <laughs> fair. Well, that's okay. You're you're still learning. You'll catch up. One success. One success. So, you think that um, out of all of these. Of all the different possibilities, demonic influence could definitely be part of it. Um, this kind of functions like a, a... Actually, looking at this, and putting the pieces together, how sh how he was behaving was not dissimilar from the way that that ghost you interacted with was. But more on a grand and malignant scale. Mm -hmm. Possession, control. This is something that a mage could do as well. But a demon as well, or perhaps... someone in cahoots. Maybe it's a two-person act. Well, person is a very loose term. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, it... I was, I was very focused on the baby and trying to protect her, and also the fire, and trying to protect us. <laughs> um, but... Hmm. It really seemed not dissimilar to, I guess possession's a good word for it, but the way some mages um, take over uh, other people's um, bodies and whatnot, whether willing or unwilling, um, that kind of... Or, or even ghostly possession type, maybe demon, but it seemed less, far less malevolent than I, I've seen, or I've heard of demons um, being, but yeah, I don't know. Miss Goodwin, you're a practitioner of the mind arts. Mm -hmm. Is this something that you could do? something that you could understand how it functions it's not something that I'm capable of but um, I 
I'm just gonna can I make a roll for that to see just sure. like how much she knows? What would that yeah, be? You, occult you could or? do occult. I'll, I'd allow esoterica. Well, I don't have esoterica. I have okay, so theology occult. and uh, occult. occult. Sure. Yep. All that and occult. intelligence. Just intelligence. Uh, what, what am I going for? Uh, you're going for uh, seven. Actually, wait. What is your what's your mind score? Oh, I have uh, two dots. Two dots. I'll say I'll say seven. Okay. Yeah. No, she doesn't know. I got a, a one and a nine. So. A one and a nine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you don't know how to do it, but no. um, so you have no idea personally how to do it. But looking at it, you could incite a single person to emotional extremes. I think that even failing the role and knowing the exact mechanism for it, mm. you would go, okay, so it seems kind of like they were encouraging a mob to act a certain way or maybe puppeting an entire group, which for you is like unthinkably powerful. Like mm -hmm. that, that would be like mind five. Like this would be mastery level or, or higher to be able to puppet this many people. Like, this is yeah. something that would be impossible for you. Maybe ever. It's a very powerful practitioner. Hmm. I... It's quite unbelievable, actually. Um, Why does he want us? What What do we have? We're all... Like, I, I don't know about you, but... I'm just beginning practicing magic I'm not threat I'm not a threat I don't think the threat part matters how do you all know each other you're American you're Irish you're not American but close Canadian Yes. And you're not from this world. I'm assuming you all weren't bosom chums. No, we, we met the other night. Oh, we did, didn't we? You two crashed into a moving yeah. carriage yeah, out of nowhere. Appeared yeah, the disbel carriage. The disbelief came from that it's been two, three days. <laughs> I met Darcy that same night. Yeah. Uh, my said we were meeting someone important, helping someone, and uh, I met you there. Uh, uh, literally, like, five, ten minutes, maybe, before you two literally fell in our laps. Yes, unfortunately, I was followed. I mean, all things considered, this is the most adventure I've been on in a while, and that's fun, but also uh, why us? Yeah, I, I I've grown up uh, running around fields and, and playing along cliff sides. I've always thought I wanted adventure. And this is a lot. Ah. Uh, definitely more yeah, than I ever would have thought. I looking for adventure. But each of you brings something interesting to this equation. I suppose. You, for example, Doctor. 
and now former member of the Order of Reason. Wouldn't necessarily say they considered me a member to begin with. But you know things, don't you? A few, I suppose. And you've got a good face on you. A good mind on that face. You'd be a good poster child for other women. Another look down upon ones who'd like to escape and make their own way. You'd be a great lure. see why they might want you back. Miss Goodwin, you're quite powerful. I've seen you do things, not just the babe. Quite powerful, indeed. And you, Josephine, You come from Horizon. Who is your mentor? Are you in contact with any of the of the higher powers? Perhaps you were sent down by Fitz Empress. Mm. Eh? I have Connections through connections. Alright, so you might be you might be the joint there. You might be the pivot. For Horizon is usually warded against people like this. Keeps them out. And yet a little taste of Horizon has been dangled right down here. And bastards from the pit can't help but bite. I don't like it at all either. Now, before you beat yourself up, this is not the first murder. This is just the first murder that called for you. It seems like you might be a convenience. And you... You're too new of a mage, Darcy. But you're one of the wick, aren't you? What'd you say your name was? Harkness. 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 Is that your ma's name or your pa's name? That's my ma. What was the rest of her name? One second. Yeah, please check your background. <laughs> yup, yup, yup. Literally opening. I have my survey up on the Google Doc. Forward. Me that. too. <laughs> Scroll down. Shit, shit. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It's okay. You got to. Yes, It's fine. Where is it? 
Oh. Did you not oh. pick? Should I pick a name? I did not pick a name for her mom. I picked a name for her adopted parents. I so, did not pick a name for her mom. <laughs> so, uh, what's what's her first name? If you're Darcy. Oh. Yep. <laughs> Irish name generator. Uh, let's see. I've got Aoife. I've got Quiva. I've got uh, Sersha. I've got... Uh, I've got uh, Kira. I've got uh, Roshin. I like Kira. Uh, spelled like Kiara? Uh, like Ciara. Like C-I-A-R-A. Okay. Well, that's canon now. I've circled it and everything. Yep, so. me too. Don't worry. I'm running it down. Kiara Harkness. I know the name. You might be bait, yeah. Keep that in mind. I... Where is your ma? She's dead. She was... I, I never met her. Hmm. And your pa? He's still alive. No, he's he's dead too. Hmm. Well, let's hope it's not a multi-generational feud. The way our guild would probably be quite full of interest by now. The very least, are you staying in London? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm staying with, with uh, my mentor, who found me when I, I guess, awakened, was the mm. term she used. Yeah, that's generally acceptable in town. So you're all staying in London, for the time being. Well, should another murder occur, I'll reach out to you. You can help me again, if you wouldn't mind. Or if something occurs, you can reach out to me. We were not able to put a nail in this coffin, or at least the last one. I, I suppose we did put at least one nail in it. Eventually, we'll keep the bastard in. So, I have something to take care of in Piccadilly, but if you need to find me, you can find me at the at the Grovner, down on Buckingham Palace Road. Does he give us his card? <laughs> Uh, yes, he will give you his card. It is a very simple card that says, um, uh, that lists him as Lord S. Macduff. Evelyn will. Let's an accept it and put it in her, I guess, reticule. And uh, can I get a safely. Can I get a perception and, uh, a perception and medicine roll from you? If you have medicine? If not, you can do alertness. Uh, I do. Okay. Give it a difficulty of seven, please. Okay, five successes. Holy shit. Okay, so um, as he hands you the card, um, you'll notice that he draws it out with his right hand. Um, he's 
wearing his full suit and like like furred jacket, um, as well as his um, very like thinly made le- leather gloves. Uh, and as he hands you the card over, you'll notice that there's a slight tremble in his fingers, like a palsy, uh, nerve damage of some kind. Uh, and as you take the card, you get the barest glimpse under gaslight as you pass by of a series of burn scars that lace up the cuff of his shirt. Recent or? It, no, very, very old. old. Um, I would say a decade at least. Uh, it looks like uh, probably third degree burns. Amazing that he survived it then. He'll pull his cuff up above his above his glove and pull back. Her eyes will flicked down and back up for that. Thank you. Call on me anytime. Doctor, the choice you've made to leave is not an easy one. It's very difficult to give up your old life. And before you get too far in, if you need to sever ties, I have a way you can do it. Should you ever need to cross the field and speak to anyone on the other side, I belong to a certain gentleman's club. This stays in the carriage, even to your mentors. Even the order of reason abides by the respectability of the club. It's the one place in London where you can meet on neutral ground. I'm sure I could arrange for some ladies ladies to be present. Thank you for the offer. Besides that, good job everyone. Very nice. Color me impressed. We saved a baby and got more questions. And we burned down a building. Well, I mean, I suppose it's not it's my not first. Truly, our fault that the building burned down. Uh, there was very odd how it just kind of, you know, uh, lit a flame from that stray bullet. The plants but, were I mean, very we dry. We were shooting the bullets in the first place, so you could argue. Thus. We were not the cause. It's very, very... True. Very true. Stray bullet, bit of fire, really dry plants. They chose to start this fight, harm a child, and prepared to harm us. It's not our fault that they... miscalculated, I suppose. No. I just hope too many of those animals didn't necessarily burn alive. I, I, I know I say that after uh, that big cat almost tore me to shreds, but 
I was just scared running from the flames. We're nearing I miss my cat. Brand. We're nearing Piccadilly. You hear from outside coming from Dinesh. Well, it has been a lovely evening, but it appears that it's my time to depart. Thank you all for a most interesting time. It's good to see that the younger majors are doing something in this city. Up north, they're mostly layabouts. A little like I was when huh. I was their age. What did well, you say your restaurant was called again, Dinesh? I don't I don't think I quite remember it. It's the Dosalan Coffee House. It's quite good. Don't worry, I'll be sure to give you plenty of directions. He says in his nice clipped English accent. Best of night to you, Ill, he says as the carriage rolls to a stop. And you? He gathers Thank up you. his... Without, without both of you, we might have been uh, a little more hard-pressed. Save the job. I don't believe we would have even gotten across town. That's for certain. I wouldn't... I wouldn't be so hard on yourself. You're all quite resourceful ladies. You put a lot of the others to shame. Yeah. What did he call you? His doves. It's not the worst name. Is seeing you. Gets up gathers his things, opens the door, and pauses in the entryway. And... Darcy. It goes... I'll sell my rock. I'll sell my reel. You got the verse backwards. It's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> Again, I'm really sorry for kicking you in the head. I re it was honestly an accident. I am so sorry about that. Funny, I don't even remember it, he says, and puts his hat on. <laughs> yeah. I look forward to hearing you maybe sing that song again. Maybe practice a bit. It's the one that my ma used to sing when I was a child. Be good to hear it again. Uh, I'll work on it. Uh, hopefully I can do a better job. And she'll like flip her like a loose piece of hair like behind her ears and, and look and like look down. Good night. And uh, he will shut the door and depart into the city. With that, the carriage picks back up again. Next stop, I should be getting you there in not too long at all, Zinesh says with a slightly Australian accent for some reason, because switching back and forth between Scottish and slightly Indian British is very difficult. <laughs> the four, yeah, The four of you are left alone with a sleeping baby in the back of the carriage, and what are you talking about? That was enlightening. It... I must say it's a novel experience having... A man with obvious power, not patronize. 
Oh, it's... It's like he almost saw us as the same level as him. Not used to that in the day. It's refreshing. Yes. I would not be averse to working with him again. No, it's nice to know that we have some allies and, you know, people with power. (laughs) Always good. We all work together surprisingly well, too. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Do you talk Everything about- Everything okay, Chastity? You seem a bit quiet. Huh? Oh, um... It's just been a long, long night. Very. And... Admittedly, I'm a little rattled. that we're dealing with someone of potentially way more power and capabilities than we and he's just playing with us like like a toy or it's just it makes me so angry it really does is infuriating. Oh, it's awful. Absolutely miserable timing. Has anything like this ever been good timing? In, in my experience. I mean, I would have preferred if it did not happen right after I made it a life-changing decision. Maybe that's Putting what... myself in a situation where I have no, no income, no home, no anything. It's a little terrifying. And maybe that decision is what put you on this path that we have attracted. If you hadn't made the decision, you might not have gotten any No, I would have been one of those grey little ladies sitting, waiting while their men talked over their inventions. So isn't this more fun? (laughs) How does it feel to be called Doctor so much? Quite nice. <laughs> I didn't spend all that time studying to be ignored. Good. So let's not be ignored. Hmm. I suppose I need to have a talk with Dr. Freeman to determine what exactly our working relationship will be. Yep. And then I think we need to figure out how, if at all, we can stop reacting to this and get out ahead of it. Yeah, it would be nice to have the upper hand. I don't think we'll get the upper hand, but it'd be nice to at least... We might succeed, but... uh... So, Chastity's been kind of... Super going quiet. between, yeah, super quiet. Going between looking out the window and like looking at the baby and just kind of staring at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I 
We may have... Can I... I pass the baby. Oh, oh yeah, of over. course. Um, she'll awkwardly try and hold it, and she's kind of staring at it, going... She wants to try and figure out if something's been done to it. Like, if it's been corrupted somehow, or anything. So I, all she can really do is look at, like, mind, I suppose? Sure. You still have your mind shield up, so go yeah. ahead and make me a mind roll. Okay. Once uh, the baby's been passed over to Darcy, Evelyn's going to lean over and kind of lightly touch. Like, just lightly one finger kind of touch the baby's cheek and just be like, hmm. Well, we were discussing having one of these. I don't quite know what I would have done with it, but... <laughs> I certainly don't want one. I, I spent a lot of time with my uh, my brothers when they were babies, but uh, I don't know if... I, I was the youngest. That. I didn't have to look after my siblings. <laughs> I, I, I always looked after animals. I, I, I nursed my, my cat back. Okay. My brothers are twins mm. and seven years younger than me. I had to do something to help my parents. <laughs> wow. Yeah, your poor parents. That's a four successes. If that was a difficulty of five. It was. Four successes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Scouring through the baby's mind, you're going to get all sorts of awash images. Um, looking into this mind is like admiring the growth of a seed mm-hmm. as it sprouts over several days of like like malting in a vat. The mind here is just a sponge, and it's full of all of the sensory information. And as you're you're kind of sloshing through it, um, you're going to get emotions and strange thoughts and desires, and the sudden wellings and hungers of something that is still forming. As you touch on its mind, it's like watching stars birthed into motion. You've never used your touch on a child this formative. There are, sadly, with that, you're going to see that there are already some of the pathways, the channels inside of the mind are scarred. Hmm. But even as you do and see this, the child's mind is adapting, trying to overcome trying to grow past these places like water being damned (laughs) and yet still finding a way to flood over its banks it's resilient she might be okay there don't seem to be any traces of lingering you don't see anything no not with with that many successes no and that's pretty solid like you feel very good about this Um, You think that, I mean, maybe Macduff's right. Maybe the baby was just a means to an end to get you there. And now that it's out of play, it's pointless. Like, it served its purpose. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but it doesn't appear that there is anything there. Now, as you were doing that, though, what is your, uh, do me a favor. What's your Mm -hmm. avatar rating? Avatar rating is four. Perfect. That's what I thought. I do have a question once you're done with this. Uh, yes. What can I do for you? Uh, it's mostly just with my knowledge of correspondence magic, um, can I come to the conclusion that um, 
it's possible that they took something from the baby to be able to track it. Yeah, yeah, that would be possible. Cool. <laughs> um, a lock of hair would be sufficient, and the baby does have a little bit of hair. It was born with. Uh, well, actually, wait. Pardon me. Let me double check. Let me think that. Yep. Because the baby was premature by about a, about three weeks. Mm-hmm. Would it have hair? I think there's probably a good chance it would still have some fuzz or something, maybe? Or is it... Depends. I mean, some babies come out with a full head of hair, and we'll others say, with none. We'll say that, yeah. that the baby has a little bit of a mat of hair on her head. Cool. And that it doesn't... Like, it looks pretty... Yeah. It looks it looks pretty, like, patchy. So it could. Yeah. it's kind of hard to tell. Um, also, some of the hair might have been ripped out during all of this stuff. But there is a chance. With Correspondence 3, you could sever connections or set up a ban. Mm-hmm. But the only person who, you know, that might be able to do that is probably drunk back at his house. Yeah, and his uh, his specialty focus is still not... Uh, this is true. Especially instrument. Still not fully mended. <laughs> it's most of the way there. Most Chastity, of it, yes. you, you feel that the baby is probably good and clear, though. Do you hand it back? Yeah. Okay. Where do you keep your Bible? Um, it's in a, like a little. She's got a little book bag on the side. Okay. It's got a uh, couple things in it. It. You are going to feel a a shift as you lean forward, and your Bible is actually going to. You have no idea how it did it, but it's going to tumble out of its satchel and onto the floor of the carriage, splaying open. She'll pick it up. Um, as you do so, a shaft of moonlight is going to illuminate one of the pages. And catch your eye. You're inside of John right now. And uh, what you are going to see illuminated uh, is... uh, So you're in John 8, first of all. And let me just get you... And you may check this right now. Uh, it is open directly to John 844. Oh, okay. I have sent you the link with a direct. looks at it, looks back up at the baby. What's wrong? You belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. That's ominous. I have a very bad feeling about all of this. Yeah. It's never good when the devil's mentioned. 
was also just thinking that there's a chance this baby could be used to track back to us. And I can't block that. I think Teddy might be able to, but based on how we got here, <laughs> he's definitely more uh, proficient than I am. But none of this feels good anymore. know that that kind of um, that leaves a bad feeling. The rest of the carriage ride only takes a few minutes as you sit in stilted silence. It yawns across the carriage at you with a cold dismay. But before long, the horses will stop and let you out in front of Dashwood's manor, or Dashwood's estate. As soon as it comes to a stop, Dinesh will lean down through the porthole and say, We are here. It's... If you need anything at all, I am happy to provide. Do me the honor of coming by sometime in the next day or two. I'll have the restaurant open. Uh, generally, we're up from sun, sun up to sundown. Sometimes later. You never know when the British are looking forward to a night meal. And of course... Uh, everything for you. Half price. Thank you. I heard Thank about you. your money troubles, Doctor. I could always use a dishwasher, he says, <laughs> smiling through the hole. Well, potentially I can make something for you. Do you do a, a pork vindaloo? Mental I'll show you what machine. that is. You should uh, in, enhance his um, his kukri blade. It's a rather lovely <laughs> weapon already, but... It's a bit dinged up, but uh, it does the job. It uh, was definitely thirsty tonight. But yes. May I all of the blessings... give my umbrella some work, I believe it is. Hmm. Also seen more than I expected tonight. Well, may all of the blessings of heaven be upon you. May your God, and or whatever God you believe in, shine down upon you. Paul, you've done good work, and I know that mine are smiling on you as well. <laughs> They're very non-exclusive. Thank you for everything. Yes, thank yeah. you. The door will open um, as uh, uh, as Dinesh hops down and gets it for you. Well, good night. I will see you very soon. Hopefully, under better circumstances. 
That would be lovely. Have a Definitely. good evening. Thank you. Good night. Thank you for your help. Yes, thank you. You are most hospitality. welcome. And if I may, I detected just this slightest bit of tension coming from the carriage. Very perceptive. Yes. I had very yeah. little to listen to. It's very quiet tonight. Everyone's looking at the, the big burning building that uh, was by no means our fault. Of course not. Oh, of course not. Definitely not. He is um, not half bad for a rich Scottishman. Fairly clumsy with his words, though. At times. <laughs> However, he certainly seemed to mean well. And... Does not talk nor... Does not treat women the way most of the men in his class do. Yes. I also don't expect he uh, thought he'd be confronted by four of us with uh, some pretty, from the sounds of things. Uh, Decided opinions? Yeah. Strong. Strong opinions. Strong women are the best kind of women. You'll I'm understand. glad you agree. <laughs> you have not met my sister. <laughs> One of the strongest women. Capable of bending a British lieutenant over her knee and forcing a marriage. Like my kind of woman. That's, I feel yeah. like she would be very interesting to meet. Uh, yeah, I would like to, I'd like she's to meet the, her. She's the one who uh, might take the baby? She might. She and might. I feel very comfortable with that decision. <laughs> oh, to think of her raising a girl is uh, yep. a terrifying thought. <laughs> Those are my favorite kind. Then you're exactly her kind of woman. <laughs> Does she work at your restaurant? So, uh, she I comes by to... from time to time to help out, but um, she mostly lives a life of leisure. Hmm. He has a, a small commission and keeps himself busy. Her husband's a good man. Arranged for me to come, so that I would not have to serve in the in the army anymore. You can only survive as a Havildar for so long. I'll tell you more. She forced a proposal from him. In a way. She is quite pretty. And he is, if you will excuse me for saying, very English, he says, wiping a hand around his face. Kind of miming, like, long nose, and kind of, like, just kind of, like, just just vaguely, like, yeah. You get the sense that the guy probably looks a little like, I don't know, Prince Charles from that. I guess he's kind of, like, he's very British. Very typically British male. Hmm. Nice enough. Nice enough. Safe walk to the front door. 
But we shall brave it, and uh, hmm. hopefully and we'll make it safely. And with that, he'll hop back up and begin riding the carriage off. Do you <sighs> head in? Do you head to the house? Yes. Do we have the kid as well? I was just asking that. <laughs> no, did we if leave you, him in the carriage? If you want to have the kid, uh, so the, do you leave him in there? I think they were going to. I thought they were going to sort out like employment or something for him as well. I'll see what I can do for him. Hmm. At I least must, hmm? see if we can get him something better than what he had. Something that's not going to kill him before he becomes an adult. Yeah. I do think that just about anything is better than what he had. I, I would agree with you, yes. But yes. like I said, I could always use a dishwasher. There you go. There. <laughs> I'm at sure the very that's least, warm and hmm. at least that would be warm. Hmm. Good night. Good night. He whips the horses and they begin clip-clopping down the street at a very just perturbed canter. They're very perturbed. They're not having a good night. There's too much smoke in the air, but it's London. It's They're never having That's a good night. Pretty, pretty usual. Yeah. Still, lots of snorting. Do you head into the house? Yep. Yep. All right. Who's going first? I think Chastity's pretty much just hopped out of the carriage and then just, like, started beelining it as soon as the okay. farewells were said. The front door opens and a dark shape moves in the shadows. It lurches toward you. What's your defense? Go ahead and uh, you can make me a dex and athletics roll, please. I do not have athletics. My It's just dexterity then, right, for defense? It's just dexterity. Then that's a two. Ooh. Two total? I mean, that's I have two dots, so... Yeah, Should so roll, roll two roll? dice. Okay. That's two nines. Two nines. All right. That is uh, a figure lurches out of the shadow and tries to grab you around the waist. What do you do? Grab around the waist? Yeah. Just kind of like freeze and look down and try and see. A slightly scruffled face hits the side of your breast and nuzzles into your shoulder. Chazzy, where are you? I missed you. Are you okay? Teddy looks up at you with with wine-soaked eyes. Where have you... Where have you... Investigating a murder, Teddy. Murdering an investigator? Sure. Oh, dear. Oh, it's the... It's the... It's the... The... Hey, how's it going? (laughs) Um, we told you we were going out. You... That was in the middle of the day, and now it's the night. Yeah. Um. I made your beds. They're very comfortable. I took. Hey, hey, Jersey, you, you're still strong, right? You want to just? Oh, oh yeah, I'm very strong. <laughs> just can she try inside. to pick up Teddy? <laughs> oh, I, one, one moment, one. And, uh, yeah, she'll have the baby take off. The baby. Yeah, she'll <laughs> have the baby off, and can she, can I make like I kind of strength? You do not need to a seven strength. Well, te- technically, accurately, but not very scientifically. Like. Yes, very like, this is exactly how you hold a child. Okay. Patting uh, Teddy on the head. Darcy's gonna like, 
how would she do this? She she probably like sling over the shoulder like livestock, uh, like livestock. Uh, mm, it, mm. It, it, be, be careful. I uh, that it, was a fun ride. I could do that again. Are we going up to your room to fuck? I I don't think that was the plan. Teddy's shoulders over. Teddy's yeah. head is over his shoulder. Darcy's face is going like bright red, uh, and she's like, uh, I would. You know, hey, oh. Chastity, have you looked at this thing? He's gonna start playing the bongos on your ass, because that's where he is. He's bop, 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 bop. Look! It's so cool. I wonder if it's as pale as the moonlight. Darcy, just put him down. Oh, yeah, she, drop she'll, him inside. <laughs> yeah, she'll just, just, just put, put him on the ground. Yeah, okay. Ah, uh, um, um, Ooh. um. And hold who on. now made the beds? You hear a stern Irish voice echo over the entry chamber, and you find that Mai is standing in front of you, looking her typical schoolmarm um, depiction, her her stern face kind of upturned with a frown. Your beds are made. It's all waiting for you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, all this I one just... did was help clean the wine cellar. He's I very good at that. that. Um, uh, and Chess is gonna go and try and like hoist him up over like on her shoulder, so like she's just like arm mm. under around oh. his side. I'll take one side, you take the other. I guess that's probably this better than slinging him about. over my shoulder. Just get him somewhere where he won't die of exposure. Two lovely um, I, ladies for the first okay. one. Just Evelyn's gonna room? wrap him over the head with her fan for that line. Oh. Teddy, you haven't paid for anything. Shush. Come on. Darcy's a good girl. Leave her be. I could be a good boy. Mm, well, you're not I'm right now. <laughs> okay, I'm lying. I can't be a good boy. <laughs> yeah, Come on. Um, uh, you should, where's you my should have room? seen what happened to the last man that tried to farce himself on me, Teddy. I would never. I would never. I am a... I'm a... I'm a... I'm a gerbil. <laughs> yes. I'd, yes, you're a gerbil. Okay. I, I guess you really are American. You can't really hold your liquor there, can you, Teddy? Yeah, I'm sure Definitely. he's had a lot. This is I've Definitely only had the th- brain of a gerbil. I've only had three bottles. 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 Yeah, bottles. Mm, not casks. I mean, at the end of the day, what's the difference? Oh, you're going to have a, a, a really nice uh, makeup in the morning, aren't you? Well, let's move this party inside. Yeah. Where's where's uh, my room? Uh, let's get a bucket for him. I, I think he might be using it a bit lighter. I'm gonna keep an eye on him tonight. Oh, oh good. Can, can Josephine look around for a bucket? Yes. At all. Uh, each one of the rooms should be equipped with a chamber pot as well. That. I, I'm specifically looking for a bucket because I want to put it over his head now. Oh, there is definitely a head bucket right there. There's cool. a head bucket right next to the stairwell. Of course there is. I'm going to pick it up like, and I'm going to put it over Teddy's head and just bat, bat on the end. Oh, it's... it's sort of like blinkers for horses or with like with with the, the, the falcons, like the, the blinders. It just sort of calms him He's... down. Falcon hood. Yeah. So you're going to do that and whack it and you're... Ugh. I rolled I rolled a d10 to see if he would fall asleep immediately and I rolled two tens in a row on the one dice 
So uh, is that... May still in the in the room? Is she watching this? Maya is still just standing in the Hi. in the entry. Evelyn's gonna kind of turn to him. Do you know what to do with children? You mean like the big one that's being carried upstairs, or? Oh, he's fine. No, like <laughs> this little one that can't do anything. I know what to do. Excellent. Can you do it? I suppose so. Thank you. She'll take the child from you and rock it. Mm. It seems like you're doing a good job. It's already out like a light. Chastity touched it on the forehead and it just fell asleep. No brain damage? Hmm. I I wouldn't know. Your doctor is waiting in the kitchen. Oh, thank you. And my, um, I don't know if you're proficient in the area of correspondence, but I am concerned that the baby might be used to track back here. I talked with Mr. Dashwood a bit prior to this. This place has some natural shielding on it that should help, but I'll look into that immediately. Thank you. It's not my specialty, but I do dabble. I've dabbled as well, I just don't... I, I, I know that that's above my, my level mm-hmm. right now. Hi, have oh. you seen Bran around? Uh, not since this afternoon. Hmm. I'm sure he'll be back soon. And sure enough, as she rocks the babe a little bit, you'll hear a scratching sound come from the front door. Uh, could someone open that? I have um, Mr. Dashwood. Yeah, I got room. it. Uh, uh, places that you can stay. Down that corridor, left and the right. Both of those rooms are made up. All in all, there are six bedrooms in this house. A couple more in, in the coach house, which is where Dr. Freeman has set up. I've taken his place in the coach house as well. It seems a, a bit further away from the the ghosts. To my liking. Uh, soon enough, you'll be able to get Teddy to probably the master bedroom and lay him down on an immense four-poster that has been stripped and... and um, and remade with freshened sheets. Uh, who opens the front door? Did anybody open it to the scratch? I did, yeah. Uh, a black cat with one eye is going to dart through the crack in the door the second that it that it opens and look up at you and and then dart up the stairwell at Darcy's heels. Darcy's got company. <laughs> Just watch your feet. Yeah. He, he knows. As you lay Teddy down on the bed and he groans underneath the bucket, the cat is going to leap up onto the bed and perch atop one of the, um, or is going to perch atop the headboard where it's quite, quite thick. Is going to kind of sit there like a gargoyle looming down over Teddy's prone form. Um. You can't go home, the cat says. You can't go home. Sorry? Pale ones. There are people there at your house, the cat says. Was that the voice? It's been a while since your cat talked. I'm trying to remember. Does he have like an English accent? 
I don't remember actually. It's, it's been, been like, a while. Like, it's been like four games. It's been like two months. Yeah, it's been a while. I think he had. You did like a soft. Like I think you did kind of more of like. Uh, a, I don't. I forget uh, honestly. You can't go home. You can't go home. A little Sean Connery. There we go. My cat's Sean Connery. Perfect. You. I am the last one. All right. There we go. We're good. Get some <laughs> dragon heart. Like, perfect. Perfect. Like, perfect. You can't go home. I was, I went back to the house, and there was another there. Two of them, a pair. Pale ones, one tall and broad like a bull, the other skinny and malformed, hairless, the stunk of, of the stuff of, uh, of a mortician. Of one of did them. You hmm? Sorry, I was I was just gonna ask, did you notice if any of them had like a weird like brand on their neck or anything like that? A snake consuming itself. No. No hair. No brands. Strange doodads. Like the one downstairs. The new one with the umbrella. Uh. And uh, can I get an int and wits roll off of Chastity and uh, and Darcy? Okay. Int and wits. Int and wits, yeah. Uh, difficulty of eight because it has been a hell of a day and it was dark. Well, that dice is gone forever. It was like four <laughs> tens too. Right. One die. So difficulty four. eight. Difficulty eight. Two successes. Three. Uh, three successes. Bran is describing two of the three men that attacked you in the carriage. Okay. Oh. There were three of them. Oh. A large one, a small one, and a fairly average sized one. Uh, all of them had pale skin, like the color of milk. Uh, like Actually, more like the color of dripped wax. Hmm. Um, no hair whatsoever anywhere, including their eyebrows. And came in three distinct sizes. All looked similar, like brothers dressed in uh, blacks and grays and whites. They looked like morticians, or uh, whatever it was called at that age, I forget. Well, thank you, Bren. Uh, I guess I won't be going home. Hmm. Until this is sorted. I'm sorry for your... I'm sorry you can't go home. I mean... What is home, really? Uh, Bran's home. Maya's home. Chaz is home. <laughs> A drunken I'm hand gonna... is going to, like, feel up your arm until it holds your your gloved hand. She'll grasp it. Uh, have I, have I told you that you're my, you're my best friend? I love you. She'll like ha hold on his hand, and just kind of like pat it, and she'll sit on like next to him on the bed and like, hold on, let me just get this bucket off of you. As you pull the bucket off, he is like weeping. 
<laughs> he like looks up at you with dewy, glassy eyes, tears streaking his uh, pale and lightly freckled cheeks down to his stubble. I I don't want to be anywhere that you're not. So don't, 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 don't. And he'll put his forehead on your wrist. Just, come on. Mm. Just, you're, sleep it off. I always do. Um. He's almost kind of sweet when he's not trying to feel, fill me up. I, I'll let you two, uh. I'll make sure he doesn't drown himself yes, in yes, his own don't. vomit. <laughs> yes. Um, I might be able to help him with a hangover in the morning if he's nice. Um, I, so come see me. Don't. Don't. Okay. Don't. He'll never learn otherwise. Uh, as you say that, you know that he'll probably never learn anyway. <sighs> Meanwhile. Um, yeah. sir, go ahead. No, I should just say I'll... I'll stay here and she'll just she'll just sit up on the bed and keep an eye on him. That's all. Meanwhile, downstairs, Mai continues to hold the baby and talk. So, how did it go? Save the baby? Hmm. I'm sorry. It's been a while since I've spoken to you. Who the bloody hell is this baby? And why am I holding it? I think there's some explaining that I'd like to hear. That's fair. Um, it's been a long night. Uh, okay. Um, right. We left to investigate a murder. Right. You you were around for that. Mm. With the, with the Indian. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Our names uh, scrawled in, you know, blood on the wall. Oh, as you do. As you do. Um, very, very graphic um, murder scene. Um, just out of character quickly. I can't mm. remember if Josephine uh, identified that it was Nefondic. Uh, it came up. It came up that yeah. it very well could, and that's apparently what uh, Macduff looks into a lot. He mentioned right. it specifically. Cool. Okay. Um, met another investigator, uh, Lord Macduff. Um, Scrimger Macduff. I know hmm. him. I know of him. He's got a good reputation. For one of the Chakravanti, at least. Yeah, he... Um... He mentioned uh, that it was probably a Nefandic murder. Um, she looked we also... quite alarmed as you say that. Yeah. You've never seen her this concerned about anything. Oh, good. She doesn't appear the type that becomes concerned, but when she does, her eyebrow leaps a good four inches above her hairline. Just... Fair. Um... Yeah, uh, so uh, this was uh, the woman was pregnant and this was her baby. Um, 
and which is why I was concerned about being tracked back here. Um, Fair. Yeah. Do me a favor. Mm-hmm. I'll keep. I'll keep an eye on the child. Go to the servants' pantry. Bring me as many brooms as you can. Okay. And Josephine will go do that. Okay. The servants' pantry is equipped with um, with no fewer than six brooms. Some of them very old woven numbers. Um, some of them more modern. The type that are woven in factories. And you'll be able to come back with them all. Uh, the kitchen, you will see that um, as you enter, uh, it's not quite a sight for you. Actually, you're the only character that probably would be taken aback by this. But um, uh, Dr. Vivian Freeman... Uh, quite stocky um uh quite stocky black man with um with a black suit on is uh sitting at the desk his his coat draped over the back of the chair in his shirt sleeves rolled up um reading a number of what looks like science texts at the table uh, you were literally the only character that would probably not be like huh that's weird seeing this in the kitchen but because for you it's just a normal person because yeah. you know racism on concordia is not nearly as much of a thing He'll look up as you enter and... Ma'am? Hi, uh... My, uh... Told me to grab brooms. I think we're, uh, warding the place. With... With brooms? I don't know. Maybe. But I know... I know a uh, mentor's order when I hear one, so I'm gonna go grab those. Are you being chased by someone who's allergic to dust? There's a chance we're being uh, observed by someone. Hmm. Fair enough. And he'll go back to reading. <laughs> I'll go the, get brooms. I'll uh, I'll put the kettle on. <laughs> Probably for the best. Uh, I also think Evelyn wanted to talk to you. Good. I wanted to talk to the doctor as well. Now, what's Evelyn doing right now as Josephine is scuttling around acquiring brooms? Um, well, once, like, May told her where Dr. Freeman was, um, she was going to head that way. But she kind of got caught up listening to the conversation for a few minutes. But once Josephine goes, she'll start following. Which is probably why I'm, I'm just like, uh, Evelyn wanted to talk to you. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, May said you, you were here. Uh, yes, I was just, um... I was just doing some reading right now. I was about to put some tea on. If you wouldn't mind, um, well, would you care for some? I was able to go procure some earlier today so that we oh, actually excellent. have some real tea. Yes. Um, Evelyn will go to make it. Hey. What have you've had a long what day? Have you go sit down. From the... Go sit down. I can make the tea. Please. Okay. Yes. You barely had any sleep. Let me do this for you. Thank you. He'll take it out uh, of your hands and get to work preparing everything. There's even yes. some. There's even some cream. Yes. So, if you take oh, it. Oh, lovely. The one thing uh, this place had is old preserves. So we have sugar. Oh, wonderful! Just a just a little bit. Before long, you'll hear the screaming whistle of the tea kettle. And he will pour 
and let steep the tea for you, bringing it over and setting it on a bit of a cozy. So, how have you been? Well, we got called on to investigate a murder. It was most graphic and gruesome. Are you alright? Uh, oh, I mean, yes. Uh, hmm. You're a tough woman. It was... Quite horrific. Pregnant woman, child was taken. Nefondic. Uh, investigated, confronted. Helped burn the Crystal Palace down. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, you did what now? <laughs> I mean, it, it was not our fault, of course. She's getting probably just a little, like, giggly from after effects of just... The adrenaline constant. coming off, yeah. Yes. Um... Well, you, truly, you it wasn't Josephine our laughing. fault. When somebody shoots at you and hits one of the gas fixtures, it cannot truly be considered the person who's being shot at's fault for being missed. Uh, my magnetic uh, resonance device worked perfectly, though, which was absolutely thrilling test. I didn't, wasn't quite sure if it would work. Theoretically, it should. But, in the moment, it was a good first test. Quite effective. Very interesting. I managed to hide the, the things that you brought across. Away Excellent. from them. Should you need them, we can investigate them in the morning. Lumps? Oh, uh, one, please. Bloop. <sighs> I guess the question now is how long you wish to stay inside of the city, and whether or not you wish to bring any of these other companions with you. There are two places I suggest we go. The first is Paris. I have some contacts there. The other is Vienna. There's a burgeoning resistance movement inside of Vienna. A lot of members of the Order of Reason are defecting. They're using that as a central meeting place. Beyond that, there are rumors of another place that we could all gather to discuss future of our movement. A place called Victoria Station. from the pantry. I, I know that place. What? I imagine you do. Or I know of it, anyway. Is it not of this world, then? It is not. It was built in the penumbra of London. By an Electrodyne engineer. Earlier this year, a man named, uh, well, you know, you know of Captain Horatio Savage. Oh, I've heard stories of Captain Horatio. <laughs> he managed a moon landing earlier this year, but returned without his crew. The official reports say he refused to discuss what transpired. I've heard a story... about what he actually did. Victoria Station used to exist in the mirrored reflection of London 
earlier this year, it vanished. I'm sorry, do you understand interdimensional um, spatial relations, Doctor? Have you studied um, it? Yes. Yes, we, we've worked through that, yes. And, um, Miss, Miss Josephine? Um, I, I know a bit. Uh, it wasn't my focus, but... Basically, the world casts a shadow, and inside of that shadow used to exist, of course, the station. Where it existed and was used by a number of, um... Well, it was originally designed by the, by the Electrodyne engineers as the basis for a worldwide rail network that would use teleportation and portals to take travelers anywhere in the world. Um, a spirit train station that would use the ephemeral to transport the physical. Very, very genius. Earlier this year, it vanished. Hmm. We found it. Hmm. I have no idea how to reach it, but we found it. Where did it disappear to? And as you say that, where Dr. Dr. Freeman is sitting, his back is to this huge bay window in the central of the dining room. And he'll smile and point up. And as your vision tracks above, you will see hanging in the sky directly above his head through the darkened clouds, the grinning face of the moon. So, it seems we have quite an adventure ahead of us. Yes. Have you ever been to the moon, Doctor? I have not. Not had the opportunity yet. <laughs> you might just be the first woman there. Unless... She beats you to it, he says... I'm assuming Josephine is probably doing quite a look right now. I think Josephine, like, comes out of the pantry literally carrying all the brooms she can carry, and they're, like, trying... They're falling on the floor and stuff. And she's just like... Oh, the moon, yeah. <laughs> I wonder how it got there. Hmm. What a mystery. And, that, and that's what we might discover in Vienna. See, but that's something we can discuss in the morning. And I, well, I mean, I, yeah. In addition to what I've already said about tonight, I suppose you, I'm, should be warned as soon as possible that whatever this nephondic being is has decided to play games with us. I, for the what? He has labeled us his doves. He's challenged us, essentially. What did you say? An aphantic being. No. Doves. Huh. Causation is not correlation, but coincidence is never a probability. I have to look into something. I'll, um, 
I'll talk with you in the morning. Enjoy your tea. Uh, I should get these to mine. <laughs> Justine's going to head back. All right. Uh, you will scurry out to my right as Darcy is heading down the stairwell. Well, that took you long enough. She bounces the baby a couple times. Set the brooms on the floor. No. Brooms. <laughs> Take the baby. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. It's knocked out. Yeah, Darcy. Uh, yeah, my. Grab a broom. Let's ward this place up. Of course. And with that, Mai will teach you a warding ritual. Um, you don't have any correspondence, I'm pretty sure. Um, but she'll no. teach you the basics of it, which basically is dust the entryway and leave a broom across the door. Blocks evil spirits. And other things as well. For what is Good a man but an evil spirit with a bit of flesh? And I think with that, as you ward the house with your mentor, uh, we're going to go to a quick break. So, folks, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Hey, all. I'm Jen, and I play Josephine Carrington in the Dork Tales Victorian Era Mage actual play series that you were just listening to. If you're new to Mage or just want to know more about the system, check out my podcast, Paradox, a Mage the Ascension podcast, found wherever you can find podcasts. New episodes come out every other Friday, provided Paradox itself doesn't get in the way. Welcome back to Mage the Ascension of the Victorian Age, Chapter 6. You sleep through the night, comfortable, warm, and secure. The house is full of the smell of burning oil and fireplaces, alight with kindling and freshly purchased logs. And coal, actually. Actually, it would be coal at this day and age, so let's go. The smell of coal heaters lighting your rooms. Each of the beds had been equipped with a little coal brazier that was stuck beneath the sheets, giving you a warmth and a coziness that you had not expected yet. Uh, Darcy. Now, here's the question for Darcy. Your um, your strength would have faded. Um, so what we're going to say is that with the night's sleep and rest, that is going to heal when you wake up in the morning. The point of lethal from the pattern bleed. Normally it would take a little while longer, but after crashing super hard, uh, I think that that would, uh, that would probably fade away. Okay? Cool. Uh, anybody else? Is anybody else injured at all? Uh, I still have my... I, I think I still have my three from three bashing from Paradox. Okay. I don't know if that's healed uh, yet. But. When you wake up the next morning, it will be healed. Awesome. You will no longer look like a bruised mango. Yay! The house is awash with the smell of bacon drifting up, up, up. It crawls under your doorways and over the sills with the tendril, with um, tenderless fingers that make your mouth water against your pillow. As each of you awaken with a gurgle in your stomach, you realize that you hadn't eaten since the morning previous. The smell of bread, freshly charred. The smell of something slightly spiced 
or fruited. Oats or porridge curls up in the scent of honey. Who heads down first? Or do you all meet together for once? I feel like Evelyn probably gets up relatively early. As you head down, you can hear the sound of bustling in the kitchen. And sure enough, there, with shirt sleeves rolled up around his broad forearms, with an old, frilled maid's apron wrapped around his waist is Dr. Freeman. Good morning. Good morning. Surprised to have you awake this early. Are, uh, you, a, are you a cook, Doctor? Passable. Can you stir? Yes. Okay. Make sure this doesn't burn, he says, stepping away from where a very, um, a very thick oatmeal is on the stove. Uh, actually, two different versions of it. One that's a thick porridge, and the other, which is a bit, a bit chunkier. Stir them both if you don't mind. I've got porridge here for you. And there, if anybody wants it, I was able to make some grits. Which, uh... I don't think I've ever had that. It's a bit southern. <laughs> Alright, so... Now the bacon. Who is next to get down there? Probably Darce. Well, I guess no, she'd probably crash hard to the lethal, so she's probably up, actually probably later than everyone else if she was trying to heal from that, so never mind. Yeah, maybe Josephine's next down. Okay, so Josephine, the scent of bacon is too tempting to ignore as you wander in. Good morning. Good morning. Would you mind doing me a favor? Can you pour some of the water off of the kettle into, into the tea? I want to make sure there's enough for everyone when they come down. Sure, oh. yeah. Oh, damn it. Uh, Miss Josephine, can you please uh, make sure that I'm not burning the bread? Yep. You'll see that there are several, um, several uh, toasters stuck into the fireplace. Now these toasters are, are very, um, these are Victorian toast, so it would be uh, more like like, um, like a fire poker with a small cage on the end of it. Kind of like a, like a pizza flipper with, a, with slots for bread that are thrust into a fire oven nearby. And they are starting to get a bit charred, but you kind of like things a bit burnt from experience. I imagine you'd have a yeah. taste for it at this point. Uh, you gotta, you gotta develop that taste. Uh, but I will pull any that are are getting um, quite toasty, um, so they don't burn too much anyway. Good, good. All right. And after a few minutes, chastity, you can make your way down as well. Mm -hmm. Um, does she leave Teddy still passed out? Hmm. You yeah. so actually, if you did, you stay in his room. I think she did. I mean, she might have stepped out to check um, on Amelia, but probably went back because she's mm. like, got to make sure he doesn't choke on his own puke. You'll wake with his head on your shoulder and his like arm, like kind of wrapped up and under your rib cage and around your back. <laughs> mm. I. Good morning. 
How's your head? Uh, just, I've never heard a complaint. <laughs> oh, um, throbbing. <clears throat> Very, um... Oh, sorry. And he'll shift his hips away from you. Um, it's morning. Sorry. It happens. Hand on for face and just, like, push. <laughs> from I, downstairs, um, at this point, Josephine, you'll pull the toast out and you'll hear <laughs> come through the floor. The sound of a cut, like a gajonk. Mm. Well, um... I'm Okay. Um, Chassie's gonna hop out off the bed and just gonna go out and like leave him there. I think breakfast is ready. Mmm, excellent. Take your time. I will. And you'll hear the sound of him emptying himself into a chamber pot, the slow stream. At least, at least you, uh, the, the fall made this capable. I was worried I'd have to wait a couple minutes. I'm not going to explain that if you didn't catch it. <laughs> just hand in forehead, just... Alright. Anyway. Chastity. Hmm? I love you. You're a dumbass. Doesn't mean I don't love you. In fact, that might help. Alright. She's just going to go. Go Before, and retrieve. Yeah. All right. Before long, you are all downstairs. Teddy looking like he's doing his best raccoon cosplay. His eyes thick and purple bags. Mm. Mm. Chas, Chasley. What? Do you have any any snuff? Hmm. I used mine. That's a tragedy. You don't have any cocaine? No. Does anyone have any cocaine? <laughs> Just a no. little. I Laudanum? It's not no. something I'm in the habit of carrying, no. <sighs> Thought you were a doctor. Of not medicine. Well, it is. It's the best kind of medicine. Oh, good morning, Teddy. How are you feeling today? <laughs> I'm glad to see you too, Miss Harkness. Yeah. Did you do you remember much of last night? Did you play the drums on my ass? So I hope you're doing well. Eddie, Evelyn will just tap the spoon off on the side of the pot. Do we have to talk Darcy about- Darcy will help. Not touching other people without permission oh, first. You're right, I'll only touch you. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, ah, okay, I'm, I'm, you deserve this, I deserve, mm -hmm. I, 
You deserve this. And as a gentleman, I will take my punishment in spades. But... Uh, hey, Kelly? Yes. Can I uh, whisper some Latin under my breath and Always. direct sound towards Teddy's ears? Oh, no. <laughs> you. Uh, yes, you may. Yes, you may. Yay. Uh, this will be difficulty three, four. Will be difficulty four. That's three successes. I'll be, I'll be right. I'll be right. A a sheen of sweat erupts over his forehead, and he is going to lurch out to the garden to vomit. Oh, poor dear. Hmm. I think that went well. Hmm. Hmm. Everyone sleep all right. Mai takes a drink of tea. Couldn't have been better. The babes asleep in the other room. I slept well oh, as well. Sorry about that. Doctor Freeman will uh, will put the bacon and eggs and the toast and the porridge and the grits. Um, as well as some baked biscuits with uh, a very thick gray gravy that looks entirely unappealing to to all of you, actually, I think. I was going to say 99% of you. But um, will be surprisingly tasty if you try it. Very heavily salted and peppered. Hope you don't mind. I brought some, uh, as much, as much cooking as I could up from, uh, from home. It's hard to work with British ingredients. But I do what I can. Uh, biscuits and gravy, sausage in the gravy. Um, if any of you are vegetarian, I also was able to procure this, and he'll hold up a jar of marmalade. It's so a lovely meal. Thank you. Thank you. Did you all sleep? You, you all slept okay? Yes, quite comfortably, actually. Decently. Uh, yeah. I'm st still quite a bit uh, a tire that uh, that took a lot out of me last night. Uh, I think I may have put, pushed my magic a bit hard. My you should be careful. You could have been in grave danger. But go on. I want to hear what the story is from all of you. I've heard bits and pieces from each of you. And then I was informed by your cat, and not you, that our safe house has been overrun. I, I wanted to come talk to you, my. I just... Uh, oh, I so good of you to wait until the morning. I could have already gone home to get supplies and been hijacked by thugs. Be smart, girl. I'm sorry, my. Being stupid will end up with you dead. Or worse with me dead. I I should have come last night. I meant to. Uh, uh, Don't mean uh, it. Do it. What do we say? Do or do not. But at least pick one. Uh, but go on. I don't really believe in trying, I know. Nafond... A Nafondus. A dark mage. 
has targeted y'all. Is that what I hear? That seems to be the case, yes. And you've become assistance to the local Chakravanti, the Euthanatoi. so. And that does seem to be the case. Hmm. Mostly because we were directly associated with the recent murder. Hmm. What do you think of them? I haven't had much use for the Chakravanti in my time. Murderers, the lot of them. Killers, fanatics. Certainly a lot more pleasant than the other killers and fanatics I've met. Hmm. I suppose These so. ones I could Very. get along with. Yeah. Yes, they seem... Quite and reasonable. he makes some really good food, Mike. Like, really good. I don't know if you've tried curry. It's, it's, it's delicious. It's a bit too spicy. Toast and eggs would be fine for me. <laughs> oh, come on, my You got Just it. need to build up a tolerance. So, do you have a plan? Are you staying together? Or are you waiting? What are you doing? I think we were taking today to figure that out. I don't mean to interject, but I spoke with Dr. Taylor last night. There are a couple places that I would like to go and take her with the rest of the Electrodyne engineers that are defecting. I just realized that I suppose y'all don't know what's going on. Uh, yeah, no uh, idea. The Order of Reason has proved a hostile environment to our methodologies. And our contingent are leaving in mass. It's a trickle, but it is likely to become a flood if my predictions hold. We're in present talks with the council to see if they need assistance. I don't mean to be presumptuous, but um, what I hear is y'all have... Uh, you're talking about the seat of matter? I suppose I am. <laughs> you don't look much yeah. like the Solificati, but I suppose you'll do. So long as it's honest. This is why we were there to shepherd, Darcy. To make sure that Dr. Taylor made it out okay, and so did Dr. Freeman. Dr. Freeman has been going around recruiting as many fellow dissonants as possible. That's true, I have. I see great potential in you. And I think that we can do something amazing with it. But for the time being, I think it's best that we keep our heads down. Eventually, I'd like to go to Paris. That is my base of operations, primarily. But... As I it said would before. probably be good to leave London relatively soon. I imagine they are not taking the loss of 
that item. Oh, no. And Teddy I will wander back in. think that France was originally our intended destination. Well, where are we leaving for France now? We just got Possibly. this place up and running, but... Seems like... It should be easy. I... I've got a portal. You got a what? What? Uh, when did what? you? Well, I mean, I did. It's no. The, the Rose Garden has a has a a standing portal to the Paris house. Oh. When did I, that happen? Well, I can't. I can't. Well, it's it's been built in for years. My, you know my family. But mm. um, I don't. I need my I need my compass fixed if I'm gonna use it. Mm, right. I can't. I can't open the door if I don't have the keys. Right. It shouldn't be too much longer. Uh, I can sit and focus on it. Thanks. Today. I feel quite a bit better. I found these mushrooms out by the well. They're doing the trick. <laughs> Did you leave any? What? Yeah, of course. Oh, I had a bit of those earlier last he'll, night. <laughs> he'll hand you a mushroom. For later. Yep. Is, you it, may, is it Tass? You may take a Tass mushroom. Excellent. <laughs> So, Excellent. Um, how long until we leave? Is there more we need to sort out here? I mean, we have to take the baby to possibly be um, to Dinesh's sister. Hmm. Yeah. Was there anything else anyone needed to do here? I mean, this was just a stop on our way. Do you need to speak with your husband? Doctor, this is a big step, and I know that this is going to be a difficult trek for you. I can find a secure location if you wish to wire him. As I should. We could also wire him from France, but. Once we're out of the city, it would be paradoxically easier to pinpoint our location. I'd prefer he not know that a wire has come from the mainland, if you follow. Yes, of course. Um. In the meanwhile, I... I'm sorry, I feel like I cut you off. No, 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 not, not at all. Didn't that, um, that Lord Macduff say that if we needed to, he could potentially arrange a local neutral meeting if you wanted to actually see your husband at the gentleman's club? If you think it's safe. I don't rightly know. A wire might be safer. He's very invested in raising his status. Hmm. Hmm. So, we get everything ready. Prepare to finish all of this up. 
and then we just need to um, drop the child off with uh, mm. with the Indian Dinesh yeah or with his sister if his sister oh sounds um, amazing <laughs> she sounds yeah. like quite a woman good no that sounds um, that sounds useful Evelyn's going to turn to Teddy at that point and ask, looking slightly like uncomfortable, embarrassed, if there was anything left behind, such as clothing. Anything left behind? Oh, you mean in the house? Again. Yes. Oh yeah, tons, tons. Can I? I don't know if it would fit you, though. Um, she's quite a bit taller than you. Anything can be altered. Huh. And. I suppose okay. anything is better than nothing at this point. I'll... I would have been ra- relatively suspicious if I had packed clothing with me when going to the symposium. I um, I hereby grant you full access to anything in any of my closets. Thank you. Yeah, actually, I, I might need to take you up on that too. Um, we'll collect a few things. Yeah, I, I got quite scratched up by that cat, so um, it's... Uh, <laughs> Definitely the shirt has seen better days, and mm-hmm. again, we were just escorting you from the safe house, which now I can't can't go back to. So uh, I'm also a little unprepared. Um, help yourself to anything, seriously. It's you know, it's the least I can do for um, treating you like a drum. She will go bright red again at that mention, just like whole faced face flushes, and she like looks down. <laughs> I um do apologize. I um that was uh uncouth. Maybe just stick to two bottles of wine instead of three. They were casks, but yes. Um called it. I normally have a chastity to mind my leash. Sometimes figuratively even um but um i couldn't help it i was worried you didn't tell me where you could have died where would that have left me drunk and on your ass which if chastity was dead is where i'd want to be i mean you'd have to look after amelia for me why would anyone have to look after me? You hear from the doorway behind you. Ooh. Where am I? And as you all <gasps> glance over your shoulder, Amelia is standing in the doorway, awake and bleary as the sleep spell has finally worn off after about a day. <laughs> Where am I? Amelia! Um. Why are her clothes torn? And, um... Hello. She takes a long look at the man sitting at the table that is a little, probably a little awkward for her given the social situations of the era. Which we in no way to condone as a modern day gaming thing, but, you know, still. She's going to be a little surprised. Um. So, you've missed a lot. Um. Welcome to London. 
We were in London. How long was I? How long did I? What? Teddy, did you put something in my drink? I would never put anything like nothing like that. Nothing, nothing that powerful, at least. Nothing, and not unless you asked me. I accept for the for the bongos was uh, I consent is important. How am I in London? So, but um, sorry, I'm Doctor Evelyn Taylor. Pleasure uh, to meet you. I'm uh. She's gonna start going into this long explanation of like something very science sounding to explain how she got here so fast. Ocean okay. current. And just watch make, it go over her head. Make me a manipulation and science roll. Yeah, Ooh, sure. That's a fun combination. Right? You never hear that one. <laughs> yeah. I like this. This is a decent dice pool, actually. Okay, let's say, and this will be difficulty six, but it'll be against her uh, her wits and subterfuge. <laughs> I get a sense that her pool is not big. Uh, well, good luck with that. Those four tens that I rolled. <laughs> holy shit! Really? I rolled. I rolled two, but she doesn't have a specialty in subterfuge, except for I like, don't either. And maybe she I don't have any specialties in this. Oh yeah, she probably could get away with that one easy. So one, two, three. How many did you get? Four. Four successes. Yeah. Okay. That doesn't that doesn't sound possible. But this is Oh, it's London. a very new field. Um quite experimental, honestly, but seems like it was quite a successful test. Yeah, like it's magic almost. See, that would make more sense. I've read Jules Verne, I know about science. The, the, how is this? This can't be London. We, we, you're talking about New England. Like, we're in Boston or something. Oh, no, this is quite London, England. No, take a look oh, out there, really? darling. Uh, it's, it's it's London, England. She will strut across the main the main entryway and open the door. This is London! Yep. Yes. So, um... <laughs> she'll she'll back into the kitchen. What am I doing in London, Chas? Chastity, what am I doing in London? Chastity, Prudence, Goodwin, what am I doing in London? Mia, we were supposed to be in Paris. We took a detour. We're we're going to Paris. How yeah, bad Paris of a captain are you? Excuse you. It's completely. <laughs> it's a different landmass. Teddy's yeah. compass. There, there were reasons we had to stop here, and now we're going to Paris. So they had, just... to, they had to pick up um, um, Dr. Taylor and, and myself. Um, yeah, just be glad that who you... the hell are you? Darcy Harkness, it's a pleasure to meet you. Just it's be glad that you slept on the entire well. arduous journey. Like, thank me for that, or maybe not me, because I didn't do it, but well, thank I'm... yourself for that. So, what was... What's the last thing you remember? The the police were on the dock. The boat was fired on by the Port Authority. And then I was pushed into the water. Yeah, you were knocked unconscious. And but Teddy boat... saved you. Yeah, um, there was a <laughs> hiccup with his All compass. All of these work. So, um, we ended up in London first. 
I'm a bit of a of a healer myself. Um, you definitely suffered from some sort of cold shock that kind of it slowed down your heart rate and, and it kind of put you in a bit of a sleep and a bit of a trance. Um, we we get it all the time. Um, in Ireland, uh, it's it's a quite a common thing about of children falling in in the ocean and it's it's just the coldness of of and the harshness of 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 the Atlantic Ocean. Um. So it's it's completely normal, but you you look like you're doing much better now. Really? Yes. I, I feel like I haven't eaten in days. You haven't, um, but there is. You can have my seat. Doctor Freeman will stand up, noticing her discomfort, and will let her. We'll take his plate and go eat at the at the counter. I think Evelyn's going to go with him and engage him in scientific discourse because she hasn't had that in or hasn't had that well in a while. Amelia will eat with so much gusto. Okay. I mean, I honestly quite unladylike actually she's so hungry she starts like you using whatever she can forks fingers <clears throat> i mean honestly it would make more sense if i just don't understand like ocean currents carrying that across that quickly i, I don't really understand it either <sighs> it's uh, not my magic would make some more sense like grandma right? used I'm to in, talk i'm in agreement Honestly, like if you said that we'd fall into like into a, a I don't know a fairy ring or something, that would have made more sense. Like my grandma used to talk about those all the time. I don't really see them in the, they see them a lot in Ireland. Hmm. My grandmother was part Irish, so ah, oh, that makes sense. Hmm. We try not to talk about it. No offense. No offense. Um, it's just it's. Is not well received um, in ah. New York. Or at least it wasn't. It's it's better now. It, it's it's um, marginally better. Shame. I've always wanted to. I've heard about New York. I've I've always wanted oh, it's, to go. It, it's absolutely grand. Um, I if um, in in to visit it would be wonderful. I think that navigating. Um, my family's societal duties would be a bit um, hindered. Everyone up there is so stuck up. Chastity could tell you that. Okay, I don't know what has actually happened here, and I don't really care. Good. That's a good, um... We're in London. Yep. Mm -hmm. And we're going to Paris. Yep. Yep. Oh god, I'm in London. Chester, does Daddy know? I... I, I was just supposed... I was supposed to see you off. I wasn't supposed to go with you. Mm, I don't think he knows where you ended up. We didn't really have it chance to leave a note how old are you Amelia I'm 
I'm an adult woman. Uh, remind me, Chastity, is she 20 or is she 18? She's in her early 20s. She's in her early 20s, so she's probably 20. She's pretty close in age to Chastity because they how, were in... Chastity is how old again? 20... Uh, that is loose because um, the birth date um, is... Oh, that's true. So say, we're going to say that she's probably... We'll say she's 21. Because otherwise she'd be, yeah. she'd be approaching spinsterhood otherwise. I think like just 21 <laughs> was roughly the age where you could marry without your parental permission. I'm uh, 21 as of uh, a few months ago. Well, it's time for an adventure then, right? Good. I, I mean, I just like, yeah, it, um, you're, you look quite young. Uh, I just wanted to make sure that like... You, but you look quite young. How old are you? Uh, uh, 19. Well, then I'm older than you, so stop condescending. Yes, ma'am. Don't ma'am me. <clears throat> I'm sitting at the table the same as you. I don't care if, if you're Irish or Zulu. Oh, God. I, did I just... I'm so sorry. I didn't... I Oh, oh God. Mm. She's going to bury her face in her food. Like, literally just face plant in her eggs. Oh, don't kill yourself, darling. It was fine. <laughs> so anyway, the uh, the transitive <laughs> principle applies to <laughs> Doctor yes, Freeman. Have you considered? Well, I mean, obviously, why wouldn't I have? Obviously, you consider these type of things when you are talking about the relocation of quantum. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> Daddy, you're they being awfully quiet over there. This is the greatest show. I'm sorry. I love seeing other other people with money stick their boots in their mouths. I knew she was hungry, but I didn't know it was for leather. <laughs> what are Although, we going to do with her? I mean, we have to take her with us. Obviously, I'm not leaving. Uh, she doesn't know. I suppose she also didn't come with luggage. No. <laughs> no, just bad. Or money. Teddy! What? I'm sorry! I'm sorry! <laughs> you and me, Joe. You and me. You and me. Well, I suppose, Mr. Dashwood, we will all be raiding your cupboards bare. So wait, are you all coming to Paris? I think that's the plan. I, We're going to really have a European go vacation. Oh, sorry, Darcy? I said I really can't go anywhere, so uh, I guess I guess tag along. I love Perry. C'est magnifique. It's going to be great. How's your French? Anybody? I'm competent in German. I'm fluent in Latin. I know old Irish. I'm from I can Louisiana. Work on my French. Okay, so we've got Dr. Freeman can speak can speak French. I'm passable, Mai says. I can speak most I can speak most languages. Suddenly, you hear a voice come from the edge of the counter. Well, at least you have a translator then, Darcy. Mm -hmm. Did that cat just... Yeah, Bren. Welcome to London. And, uh... <laughs> she's gonna faint. Into her eggs. <laughs> Into her eggs. Just poof. So she literally has egg on her oh, face. Yeah, she's like... Oh, <sighs> On. Brent, what did I do? The, What's wrong? The, the, the non magic, she doesn't know magic. 
Yeah, she better So we're talking learn. cat. Yeah. Should we just tell her? I, I mean, did. it's going to make traveling very hard if it's true. she doesn't. Joe, Joe did. Joe did. Besides, she said, um, she, she said it would make more sense, and she, you know, her grandmother believes in fairy rings. We should just tell her. Okay, okay come on. Um, do you have any of that smelling salts, um, Evelyn? Oh, uh, yes. Clean her face off a, a bit. Yeah, she's going to grab a napkin and like, start like wiping stuff mm-hmm. off of... Oh. Amelia's face and like help her sit up again. Sorry, I had a dizzy spell. Um, uh, okay, I thought that so cat talked. It, Meow. That's, it did. <laughs> that's Bren. That's better. That just said meow. Me- meow. <laughs> <sighs> we've we've worked on this. You know how to meow like a cat. Do it. Meow. There we go. Um. Okay, so Josephine is actually losing her shit because I can't keep it together. <laughs> Darcy's just like she's like she's doing the thing at like the table where she's like she's like cross she doesn't know how to put her arms but she's trying to give the cat the like the stare down and just like she's like we've done we've worked on this, Bren. We've worked on this. Right. Evelyn is rather like carefully. Continue to talk with like Doctor Freeman, but kind of hiding how much she's like just Doctor like, laughing. Motion to the cat to come sit on her lap because she's just like, I need comfort. <laughs> Doctor, <laughs> Doctor Freeman says to Doctor Taylor, I think there's something that we should discuss as a group before we make any other plans, though. May I? I'll be back in a minute. Um. Uh, if if you would all finish up breakfast and just set things by the sink, I could take care of them from there. Think nothing of it. We'll definitely be there to help clean. I appreciate it. And um, uh, Dr. Freeman will head out of the house, heading toward the carriage house. I think Evelyn will carry the pots over to the sink to get them soaking at least. I swore that cat just... So, um, I need to tell you something. You and Teddy are finally getting engaged? I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I <clears throat> No, something um, more believable. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm no, a free no, agent. No. What are you talking about? I'm. <laughs> no, 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 no. Could anyone really it's turn not... you down there, Teddy? I've kind of uh, got the impression that you more you're not than fun once to a night if they're lucky. Oh, the old ball and chain. More than once a night, if they're lucky. Um, oh, no, I'm, oh I'm saving myself oh for marriage, obviously. Mm. I'm just not sure who's. You had something you wanted no. to tell me? So, um... I think that whole... That's a lot to un- unpack, um, but no, um, mm, so magic is real. Um, oh, okay. The cat does talk. Wow. Um, Brand, say just say hello. Just, just, just. 
Meow. Bren. Huh? <laughs> Say hello to the nice girl. Hello, nice girl. I'm listening. <laughs> so so the, the, the cat does talk. Um, we, we did... We did I, fall through a portal uh, to get to London. Yeah, we, we fell into the ocean and we landed in London. It's been about in their carriage, actually. Mm. If you want, I can go grab the the, the post. You can see uh, uh, today's paper with the date on it. If you if you if you don't believe that. Um. Okay. Um. Um. There's. I. I mean, I figured it's it's easier just to. Who's the witch? <laughs> My will raise a hand. <laughs> Technically. Uh, that's. My, yeah, apprentice witch as well. <laughs> and you know, and I'm gonna like light a candle with the. Uh... So, um, so who's the bad captain now? <laughs> Did you blow up the ship? No. No, no, that, 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 someone, the, I think it was just, the, the Port Authorities, um, Why is the Port Authority it. hunting witches? Uh, How long have you been a witch? I uh, thought you were a Protestant. I, I am. You can't be a Protestant witch. You're but from I Boston. I am. But you're from Boston. Um, closer you're to from, Salem, actually. You're from Salem. Mm. Near, near Salem. Uh, Jesus is going to be very upset with you. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think at that, Darcy's gonna bust a gut. She will, like, just. It's not me for Darcy's. <laughs> um. <laughs> I. I don't. I don't think he would rightly care. Based on. He. I mean, that's. Well, I haven't done anything wrong, so you kept nope. this from me. And she's gonna reach across the table to some of the bread on the center of the table. And uh, what? Can you make me a dex roll? Uh, oh God! <laughs> she's throwing bread at me. Yep. I think so. I think so. Uh, seven and an eight. Seven and eight. All right. You are going to dodge out of the way of a hard baked biscuit. She hurls it at your face from across the table. It's going to hit the wall and explode. That was a, that was a perfectly good. Let, let he who has not sinned cast the first scone. <laughs> Pardon me, Doctor Freeman will say that coming her. back into the house. 
because I realized I forgot that he was outside. And so I didn't. What did I? Generally, not supposed to talk about this to people who don't know. But you're, I'm your best friend. Technically, I'm her best friend. I'm (laughs) one of your best friends. You're both my best friends. Um. So, so, so Teddy's also, um. You're a witch? No, I'm a hedonist. (laughs) What? I'm a, I'm not a witch. I'm not going to say I'm a witch. I'm not going to say I'm a witch. I'm not a witch. I'm not a witch. There's nothing wrong with witches. My kind of, so Darcy, Darcy will also like glare at him. You're you're both wonderful ladies. You're wonderful witches, and you're a wonderful wizard, or whatever you wish to I, refer to yourself. Wand waving, broom people. You're wonderful. Mage. Fine, mage. More precisely, I'm a. Also, kind of a. Hedonist. But also a faith healer. Yeah. Uh, a saint in training. The, yeah. Which is what I'm aiming for, too, really. But. No, you're not. Eh, tomato, potato. Just remember that um, uh, Mary Magdalene was a, a bit of a strumpet as well, and she hung out with great company. So... I'll just be your Mary Magdalene. I don't understand the reference. I'll wash your feet. It was a thing from the... <clears throat> it's... Um, so, uh, right. Um, I... This is a lot to take in. Um... Show me. What? Show, show me magic that should probably uh, wait for a bit yeah there's something that I wanted to tell you all before you hit it out for the day mm-hmm. do you have a moment as good as time as any I was going to say that as well let's go into the parlor then it's been cleaned up since last night Oh, good. Dr. Freeman will lead you into the parlor with its with its comfortable tables and, um, and easy chairs and will set you up on one of the um, around one of the tables that was used last night for a um, for a seance well, two nights ago, I suppose I should say uh, for a seance. And uh, as he does so he will reach into a satchel that he has brought back in. And in doing so, will pull out the large metal box. The one that you took, Evelyn, from the symposium. It's a cube of gleaming steel. 
roughly 8 inches by 8 inches by 8 inches deep. Seems. What was that doctor's name again? Uh, the doctor, uh, it was Dr. Corvo. Corvo, yes. You stole it from. Yes. The absolute dick. Yeah, he is a dick. The Hungarian dick. All around it, on this cube, you will see that there are seams and soft cobalt, like veins running around it at geometric angles. I've been investigating this a bit to see if there was anything special about it. Any reason why it should exist or what it does. The Hyperin... I believe Dr. Corvo's demonstration. Dr. Corvo. Yes. I know his research. It deals with all manner of fundamental um, shifts and causal flow and probability. He is a horrible man. Yes. But an interesting scientist. Unfortunately. And has much power. If we're traveling to Vienna, he will likely have influence there from his home near Budapest. His reach is long. reason that I wanted to mention something. You said that the man who attempted to... who did the killing called you something. Yes. The doves. Look at the cube. Can you make me an intelligent, pardon me, a perception and investigation roll? Uh, what's the difficulty? Difficulty of this is going to be seven. Four. Four. Looking at it, you'll see that there is a simple engraving, barely visible unless you tilt it at an angle. What you thought was scarring and marking on the side is actually a single strip of text. D O V E. Each with a serial punctuation after it. I don't know how this is all connected. What do you all think? You're all sitting around it right now. What do you do? Are you touching it, Evelyn? I will. Um, as I'll you pick it do, up to read it. Uh, the letters there, barely visible, 
gray on gray, will begin to glow. You do Eno- something? Enough that blue light is cast on your face. Uh, not deliberately. Can I activate Prime Sight? Yes, you Same. may. Uh, you may just do so. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'd also um, like to do that too. Sure. Anyone with Sight, just take a moment and you'll see that magic is glowing around this. And little bits of magic are reaching out from this box. Um, Chasti, you will recognize that uh, there is time magic here and prime. Those of you with prime will recognize prime for certain, but you'll also recognize forces if you have it. A sudden flickering of light is going to emit and flash out of the box up and down Evelyn's face like checking it with a candle beam confirming identity Evelyn Taylor the blue light will scan around the table flashing across each of your faces Josephine Carrington Chastity Goodwin Darcy Harkness. What is happening? Parameters met. Uh. Initializing protocol. What? What <laughs> protocol? What? Why is this box talking? The box is going to start glowing, and a small—it's going to start whirring slightly. I'm going to put it down until we can figure out what's going on. The top of it, a small circular panel will rise out of it and suddenly a ghost hovers above the table incandescent slightly blue like the energy that's powering this cube it's a portly man wearing a jumper with a strange type of seam that goes all the way to the top of the throat like a mandarin collared shirt he's a white man his hair unkempt around his thick jowls no matter which direction of the table you're looking at him, he's looking at you. He looks at you and through you. Hello? His voice is American. Is this thing on? Okay. Calculations Who are correct. Are you? This should be. 1890. The image gl- glitches a bit. Anyway. Hello. I hope this message reaches you well. My name is Thomas Klein. I'm a member of what will someday be known as Iteration X. From the Technocratic Union. Kind of. Sort of. What you hold in your hand is my life's work. Sort of. Many lives. Many, many variants. I'll get down to brass tacks. I need you to help me save the world. Do you mind? No? Good. Let's get started. And let's call there. What? Ah! Yeah! 
<laughs> Damn it! And I'm sorry to bury the lead for every single person who has not been in one of my games before, but uh, there is always. Oh my a... god! <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing their reaction. I'm going like, okay, obviously I've missed something. I know it's probably from a game. It's like, uh, yeah, I figure it must be something. Uh, Thomas Thomas Klein is a um, so. Thank you so much for watching, first of all. Uh, to give you a bit of context for our personal mythology, uh, and don't worry, I will always make this very accessible to new viewers and players. I always do. Um, but uh, long story short is that Thomas Klein is kind of like, uh, what if that guy from Fringe was played by Oliver Platt? Um, he is a trans-dimensional scientist who works with time travel theory and alternate universe theory. Uh, who was God. a big portion of the technocracy LARP that we did a few years ago. Um, yeah. So he is a future technocrat. Who... Wasn't he also super relevant in our mage LARP or before that too? Oh my God. Yep. Don't worry. It'll all make sense. I wasn't and there for that part. But... Trust me. <laughs> those of you who are who, who know, have no idea what I'm talking about, I will promise it will make sense because he gets a monologue at the beginning of next game that explains everything. Um, but all you Good. need to know is Technocrat from the future says, hey, you have my life's work in your hands. Um, let's talk. Calling mm -hmm. it Thomas Klein is really just a Easter egg for the three yeah, of yeah. us. Yeah. Basically, and all you need- For other yeah. people watching. But. Yeah, basically it's like, it's all you need to know is that future- well, Blog's not guy. watching. I, that's why I said, I'm, Chris is not watching and I'm pissed about it. Yeah. Like Otheon is technically in the chat, it looks like, but nah, he, he hasn't he, said anything, so I don't think off. he was actually listening. So he yeah. looks like Oliver Platt, just in case you need a visual representation. So, with a slight beard, Oliver Platt, two T's. Uh, Who is yeah, the other guy? Blog. Crap, because it was uh, Klein versus Bug. Bug. Bug's yeah. still around. Yeah. Bug survived. He managed to upload himself to the digital web. Well, That's now that you said that it was d.o.v.e, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, it's a dimensional omnivector engine. Yep. Well, now I'm worried about how Dove was powered in our last game. <laughs> also, who says that's the same client? Because what did I just say? I know, alternate universes. Alternate universes are great because you guys broke the multiverse. Uh, oh, the dimensional omnivector engine. I got to put that in my my stuff. Anyway, so folks, uh, thank you so much for sticking around for this cliffhanger. I really appreciate you all. Love you all very much. Uh, so thanks to your bits. Um, thank you for helping me pay rent. Uh, that is going to be a total of boop, 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 boop. Uh, so I believe only one person paid the 1,200 points. Yes. Uh, so I'm sorry, that's going to be only seven experience points tonight. Ooh, ooh, spending for seeking. Oh, God damn it. God <laughs> damn it. We'll have to find a time where I can run that for you. Yeah. Don't break the sacred timeline. Don't break the sacred timeline. Um, so... Uh, while you're figuring that out, I just want to say, folks, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you watching. I also want to do a special shout out to some of my patrons. Uh, so on Patreon, we are uh, basically Dork Tales exists uh, out of donations and charity. Uh, and the the 
the guidance and support of our patrons. Uh, I want to shout out DM Michael Gray, uh, the great and powerful, who is our first divine patron. We also have um, uh, Shulton, who leveled up from being a demonic patron into a divine patron. His new god's going to be great. Uh, Jade, the maker of monsters, who has a great concept that is uh, probably going to end up being its own little mini campaign in the new year. Um, but I will tell you about that shortly. By the way, Amy, mini mini campaign, if you want. Um, huh? What? Mini campaign to follow Emery's. Just letting you know, you might want to consider a new character. Yay. Oh, it's going to be dark. Um, and then I also want to thank our two princes of the Patreon, Taryn, who is the oldest Dork Tales fan, basically, and is very well loved. And also Buddy1977, who... Uh, Thank you so much for your support, Matt. Like, you're awesome. I really appreciate it. If you want to join them, you can go to patreon.com slash dorktales and help support the channel. You also get access to um, to advanced episodes, uh, all sorts of perks. You get shout-outs. Uh, you also get a once-a-month behind-the-scenes podcast that, in that like, the last one began with me talking about my butt. It was pretty funny. Robin laughed. I don't know. I, you know. I think it was funny. Uh, but I just want to say thank you so much for watching. I love Mage the Ascension. I love all of you. So, hope you have a good night. And, uh, God damn it, Jen paid for a seeking. Now I gotta do that, and we gotta film it. Yeah, you gotta watch the epic back rap battles of history. I plot too many games to epic rap battles. Just that one that I really like, and that, the, because it was, yeah. Because it was perfect in yeah. every way. I, uh, I'm pretty excited by that. So, uh, <laughs> folks, that's gonna be it for us tonight. We will see you next time. Goodbye, everybody. Mage the Ascension, the Victorian Age, Book One, The Devil and the Doves, is a Dork Tales production. It stars Christine Rattray as Dr. Evelyn Taylor, Amy Godfrey as Chastity Prudence Goodwin, Jen Peters as Josephine Carrington Bonnie Tharsis, and Robin Holford as Darcy Harkness. Its storyteller is Kelly Clark. For a full list of music used in this episode, please check the show notes below. This episode also used music and sound effects from TabletopAudio.com. Tabletop Audio is one of the best resources that a role player can have. It has ambient sound effects, 10-minute loops, and plenty of things to bring additional ambience to your role-playing experience. We're not sponsored by them, we just love them. Go visit them today and support them if you can. If you like what we do here, you can help us grow by becoming a patron at patreon.com dorktales. Speaking of which, I'd like to take a minute to thank all of the patrons over at patreon.com slash dorktales who help dorktales exist. We couldn't do this without your support, and I want to thank you all individually for everything that you do. Starting with our world-building producer, Jade the Maker of Monsters. Next, our divine producer, Jan and Bob Kessler, who are, uh, my parents. Which is always fun and not at all awkward to say. To our demonic producer, Precarious, who brings evil and fun in equal measures. To our wizards of the Patreon, Tammy the Forever Cleric, the Ink Goblin, and Eddie Isaacs. You're wizards now! The High Council of the Patreon, who donate $25 or more a month and are just the swellest people on Earth, Taryn, Dustin, Cubby Gummy, Amberthist, Raven with Bobbles, Karasha Urquhart, Chef Aladeth, LaRue, Sorcerer Sanguine, Mike Baxter, and Kalen Whitebeard. To our level 20 hero, Michael Eilat, the graphics guy, who's responsible for most of the graphics you see on Dork Tales. To our level 10 heroes, Nacro, the Straw Hat Devil, Collinson, Snowy323, Hans H. Boundahoof, Chandra Magic, Professor Multiverse, Void Weaver, Iron Warrior X, Draconis Majers, Dodger Lakers fan, Jamal Cheatham, Spork Saber, Renee Hayes, Raven Avarlix, Craig Hallstrom, Darcy Gibbs, Custom Blink, and Brandon Keane. Thank you so much. Our very important patrons, Camille, who might be six possums in a trench coat, Caitlin Vinkle, an actual guinea pig, eternal student Dale Cope, Winemaster Robin Holford, Lord Evan of Antier, Jason Tudor, the mayor of Icewind Dale, 
Krista, the Siege Effects Engine, Jacob Shinji McDonald, Trizelta, aka James Bodage, United Adventure Company, SM Pace, Just Andy, an Insomniac Veterinarian, Random Equinox, Matt DS, Eric and Amber, Diggy Diggy Blog, Evil, Tommy Kiyama Spenson, Stormshanks, Jacob, Uncanny Kate, Dazed Apricot, David Ellis, The Bong Master, Jeremy Smith, Lockgen, Slurp, Andrew Rambling Gamer, Graham Rudkin, Policino, Malazang, Laura Arasmith, Mashmakan, The Dixon Three, Sean Oldham, Loskrack and So Honorable, Bryn Hawker, DM Shari, Whistler, Stuart Tiffin, Owls, Bartold, Drew Thompson, Tyler Saunders, David Carnan, Waffle Rabbit, Fally Pally, Robbie Dick, Parker Radborn, Shannon McLean, Cade Green, Walter Manbeck, Marcos Olguin, Chris Kane, Braddockism, Stephen, Denise Atwood, Jung Jarden, Nyla, Russell Christian, Shelley Garvin, Johnny Nemec, Yosef, Stephen Malik, Gamehen, Panda Sior, James G, Saberslot, Joshua Chandler, Frederic Lepont Moret, Karama215, Tyrone Slothrop, Ezra Santos, Chris Chindloy, QXVW198, The Comment Guy, Phoenix Queen, Chris, Trey, Dark Sun, A Lizard with Daft Ideas, The Queer Mountain Witch, QQ Vincent, Phelan the Wild Elf, Hooser Jedi, Howl, and Minnie. And of course, to our dork squad, Jen Peters, Daniel, Brent Stewart, CTSRTY, Hayliz, Zach Rules, Ava Hernandez, Jacob Embury, Catherine Petricelli, Heavy Metal and T, Kathleen Halperin, Judith Steen, Orion the Scott, Erica Lena, Kayla Haynes, Oni Yuri, Stephen Pearson, Peppermint, Denise Dory, Isaac Griffin Onan, Hunter, Robert Leach, and David McCrellis. Hey, thank you so much for supporting us. Honestly, Dork Tales exists because of the support that you bring to us on Patreon. If you want to be like them and help support the channel directly, help keep the lights on, and help keep food on the table of this full-time gig, please go to patreon.com slash dorktales. By joining, you'll get a ton of additional perks, such as an additional five to six games a month, on top of additional posts, a behind-the-scenes podcast, and more. Thanks so much for everything. And hey, if you want to just spend some time with us, join the Discord. It's free for everybody, and we love having a wonderful and thriving community. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.